No, we're not. I'm going to show you. Hang on. What do you mean? No. We're not called to defeat the devil. We're not called to destroy him. The good news is, though, he has been defeated. And he has been defeated once and for all by Jesus in, by, and through the cross. And I want us to read this together. 1 John chapter 3, starting in verse 7. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. I think a lot of the body of Christ has been led astray from the real battle. We've been led astray onto battlefields of the flesh, battlefields of politics, battlefields of education. We've been led astray and distracted from the real battle, from the war. And therefore, the victories aren't happening. They're not coming. Let me just say right here, if you get on the wrong battlefield, the devil will win every time. He'll win in the arena of the flesh. In the arena of the natural, Satan will defeat you. But that is not God's design for us. So, dear children, Paul, uh, John, the apostle John, the beloved, is saying, don't let anybody lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he, God, is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. You mean even before Lucifer, the great archangel of heaven, was cast down, he was sinning again, even before he got cast down? Because this says he sinned from the beginning, pride from the beginning. And there are passages that speak directly to that. I will exalt my throne above. I will be great. He still believes his own lies. Look at the last part of 1 John 3, verse 8. The reason the Son of God appeared, not will appear, shall appear, is going to appear, but appeared, past tense, was to destroy the devil's work. To destroy the devil's work. Now, Jesus did not destroy Satan. Satan is alive and well, unfortunately. Oh, he's going to be destroyed forever in the lake of fire. Completely, he will come to an end, but Jesus did not destroy Satan, the, per, the, in, the individual, the entity, if you will, the being who is called Satan. He's destroyed the works of Satan. Satan's still rowing around like a roaming lion, Scripture says. He's roaming all around, seeking somebody he can deceive, lie to, steal from, kill, destroy, to take what, what God has given them. <clears throat> that is still what the devil's doing. But Jesus, through the cross, stripped all the power from Satan. We're going to read that in a moment. He destroyed the devil's work concerning you and I as the body of Christ because 1 John is speaking to believers, to the redeemed, to the church of Jesus Christ. Satan is to have no power over our lives, in our lives. Against, uh, he comes against us, but he's not to ever be able to steal or kill or destroy from the child of God. And yet he, he does too much. I hope I help all of us understand how to bring that to an end. Jesus said, I've I came, the Bible says reason, the reason he came, the reason he appeared, past tense, it's already happened, was to destroy the devil's work. He took authority, all the authority, all the authority that Adam 
hand it over. Understand that. Adam had all authority in the earth. He was given dominion and authority over everything. There are some that really take that to, to the extreme edges. And I don't know. I'm not one to say. There's some that say in order for you to have dominion over, say, a, a lion, well, you got to be more fierce than that lion. In order for you to have dominion over an eagle, you got to be able to fly higher than the eagle can. Well, you do with that what you will. Adam had dominion in the earth. When he sinned, he gave that authority to Satan, to the serpent. When Jesus came, only Jesus, the God, man of heaven, coming, being born, could come and take that authority back and Jesus did that. He took all the authority back from Satan. And who did he take it back for? For you and I. For us <clears throat> to walk in that authority. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to tell you something. It is so important more than ever before. I mean, I, 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 it, it grieves me and deeply, uh, just deeply grieves me when I hear once very solid evangelical voices coming out saying things like that. Well, there's more than one road that leads to heaven. The Spirit of the Lord departs from them when they say such a thing. My friend, it matters what you believe. It matters. You can't just believe whatever you feel like. Well, I've, yeah, I've created, I've carved out my own path to heaven for, for what works for me. Well, see how that works for you because there are many that believe they're on the straight and narrow, but they're not. They're on the way that they think is leading them to life, but it's really leading them to death because Jesus made it very clear. I am the way. I've said it before, Christianity, yes, it's exclusive. It is exclusive. There is no other way to heaven. I'm sorry if you're Buddhist or Hindu or, or Muslim or Jehovah's Witness or more. There is no other way to heaven. Jesus is the only way. And it matters that we believe that and help others come to believe that. It matters in this hour that our belief system stay intact and stay strong. And why would I say that? Because everything that is happening around us day to day is just like it was back in the garden all the time, probably every day. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one, but almost every day I will hear the devil whisper to me, did God really say... You've been believing for, ah, it hasn't happened. Is God really, say, promise that? Is he really going to, is he really? That's why this message, for some, it might be a reminder. For others, it's going to be a fresh revelation for you. Because the devil's tactic, he's the same. Scripture tells us exactly. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to say to you, to just challenge you. To change your story. And unfortunately, he convinced Eve to change her story. Yeah, God did, but did God really say? 
If you touch that fruit, you die. He didn't mean that. She gave over in sinning, convinced her husband to sin, that original sin as it's called, handed over the authority to Satan. Until Jesus came, he had authority in the earth. Jesus came and took that authority back and gave it to each and every one of us. And that's why it is important, very critically important, that we believe that, that we know that, we know that we've been deputized, commissioned, uh, to the, to, by, by God himself, by Jesus himself, to continue the work that he only began when he was on this earth. Well, you know, I just try to respect everybody's beliefs, Pastor. You know, everybody's beliefs are sacred. No, they're not. Because some people's beliefs are damned beliefs. They're damning them to hell. They're not sacred at all. It does matter that we help people come to the truth who is Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. It matters. It matters what we believe. It matters more than ever before in this hour. You cannot believe whatever you want to believe and live a life pleasing to the Lord, a life of victory over the lies of the devil, a life that will lead to eternal life. When Jesus says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life, and I'm the only way to the Father, it matters that we believe that and we help everybody we possibly can come to believe that. We're a holy people. We've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And we cannot just believe whatever we want to believe and expect God to be okay with that. My friend, you don't have the right as a spirit-filled believer of God to believe that abortion is okay. You do not have that right. Because abortion, the taking of innocent life, is murder in the eyes of God. And God is not okay with that. He's not okay with that. God forgive this country. What is June? What is the society calling the month of June? Y'all know. What's it being called? Isn't it interesting? There is no alcoholism pride month. But there's homosexuality pride month. There is no murder pride month, is there? Isn't that sin too? And to the audacity of the devil to hijack one of the holiest symbols that every human being, whether they're a person of faith or not, sees in the sky all the time, the rainbow. <clears throat> to the point that as a child of God, we dare not wear anything with a rainbow on it. A symbol that belongs to God, that is holy, that the devil has stolen and corrupted and perverted. The, the, the rainbow is, is, is holy. It belongs to the Lord. And yet we have embassies across the world flying the rainbow in honor of Gay Pride Month. Well, where is Racism Pride Month? It's a sin too. 
not celebrating that sin. Oh, but you're celebrating the sin of homosexuality, designating a whole month to celebrate it. God, help us. You, talk, you, you, you don't think we're in a war, my friend? We're in a war to regain the hearts and minds of, of Americans, of humanity across this nation and around the world. Jesus said, I'm the only way, the only truth. There are not many roads that lead to heaven. And you know how I know how, how, how I'm convinced how subtle and sly and sneaky the devil is. Jesus said that there would be those on the day, on the day of judgment, there would be those that would come up to him and say, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> you, I got, you got me. I, maybe they're holding their Bible in their hand. You know I get, hey, you know. Now, these are not people marching in Gay Pride Month that are going to say that. What kind of people are going to say to God, Lord, Lord, you know me. <laughs> you know what I built. You know how big my ministry. You, you know how. And somewhere along the line, they were beguiled as Eve was by the serpent. And when Satan said, did God really say, you can take that money on the side, it's okay. Did God really say? Folks, those are people from the church that are going to say that. And he's going to look at them and say, get out of my sight. I don't know you. Not people from the world, not people that are worshiping Satan, not people that are marching, you know, pro-abortion, not, not the people that fla flaunt their sin. They're not going to say, oh, but Lord, you know, I, I, oh, there were miracles in my, my ministry. There, I raised it. I even cast out devils out of people. Oh, now my mind, I, this natural mind cannot comprehend that. And yet it's going to happen. People from within our camp that think, and he's going to say, "You got it. You, you. Somewhere along the line, you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. I'm not your Lord. I'm certainly not your first love. Neither are you going to heaven. Whew. You don't think it matters what we believe, my friend? It matters what you believe. And that the standard of what we believe is right here. It has never changed. It is never going to change. God have mercy upon the United Methodist Church who for generations were traditionally evangelical, standing by the principles of the Word of God and what is happening as the devil is ripping that movement apart. Satan is after everything you believe. He's after every blessing that is yours, every child and every grandchild. He's after them. I mean, what do we need to say about that? Children, six months of age. Now the FDA says this vaccine is approved for... I, I, God help us. He's after every promise God has ever made to you, my friend. And we're in a fight. 
You're, you, there's, no more, there's no conscientious objectors. Uh, there's no room for that anymore. We're, we've got to get to the front lines right now and war a good warfare to begin to demolish strongholds. He's after every relationship you have, every promotion that, that, that you desire. He's a thief. He's always on the prowl to kill, steal, and destroy. And that is why you cannot let his lies cause you to change your story. Did God really say you got to be quick to say yes He did. That is my story, and I'm sticking with it. Did God really say, did Jesus really say, he's the only way to eternal life? Did he really? Aren't there more than one? Jesus is the only way. He did say that, and that is my story, and I'm sticking with it. Hallelujah. Because if Satan can get you to change your story. You know, we, we read the word perversion, and we think, you know, of something sexual, usually, to pervert something, or we call sexual deviance, we call them perverts sometimes, but the word to pervert or perversion means to take something that is true, that is good, that is acceptable, and just twist, twist it, just, just a little. Did God really just twist it just a little bit? Folks, let's, let's, let's war a good warfare. Let's keep our warfare in the arena of the supernatural. That's where the victories are ours. Again, we don't war like the world wars. We're, you know, our answers don't come from any. There is no solution from any government. It, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't, the government can't solve any of this stuff. It's sin. It's, of, it's coming from the devil. It's of the devil. It's birthed in hell and being unleashed in hell. Remember, this is the book that tells us Satan knows. You know, there's, there's something interesting about when a general in an army where the, the, the um, army, the, the treaty has been signed to end the army, say World War I, World War II, uh, the Vietnam War, whatever. When the, when the treaties get signed historically, going even back to biblical times, when treaties are, 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 are um, uh, what am I trying to say, um, uh, allegiances or whatever are signed in the wars coming. What tends to happen with the losing side in those final battles? Those generals become more ruthless and bloodthirsty. If I'm about to go down, I'm going to take all the rules of engagement are just ignored and set aside. And those final battles from the losing side are the most vicious than ever before. Satan's lost. He is a defeated foe. He is a defeated enemy. He he can read. He knows what God says about that. He has unleashed all stuff. All I mean, there is no I mean, there, there, there no no reservation. No, he's unleashed all that hell has in the most blatant in your face kind of way that we could have never imagined before. And all who could have imagined that our government would de- would de- would declare school uh, teacher or counselor having a authority over the parent in a child's life in America. Who would have ever thought that in America? And it's yet yeah, that's where we are. 
The Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving as a soldier. I love this, 2 Timothy 2, verse 4. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs. But rather tries to please his commanding officer. No one, and folks, we got too many in the army of the Lord today, have become entangled in political affairs, in Facebook affairs, in Instagram affairs, in TikTok affairs, snip, snap, snap, chap, chit, chat. I don't know what all that stuff is called. It does more harm than good. Caught up, distracted, and the devil just like, yeah, <laughs> he gets you sucked into the anything, any, any, any arena of flesh and blood, and you're, you, you think you're, you're not, you're defeated. There's no victory for you. Bring the battle into the realm of the spirit through prayer, by faith, by the armor of God, by the weaponry that he's giving us, give, given us access to. Cut all entanglements. We read that. You got to go back and look at last Sunday's message to get that full part one. But we've got to cut all entanglements, all hindrances in this hour. Because the Bible says that what is our position with the devil? It's real simple. The Bible is clear. It says this in James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Folks, there's no exception to that. At least there's not supposed to be. Submit yourselves, though. That's deep. Submit your desires, submit your Facebook commenting, submit your opinions, submit your relationship, submit your giving and your financial management, submit your uh, marriage, submit your parenting, submit your employment, submit your, submit everything to God. Then when you resist the devil, he flees from you. Hallelujah. But if you're not submitted, you're wrestling with the devil. He ain't fleeing. What's wrong? If you really want to know, you ask the Holy Spirit. And he'll say, well, you need to take a look at that and that and that and that. If you really want to know. So that you know you've submitted everything. Well, I have submitted to God. Do you tithe? Well, oh. Uh, but I speak in tongues every day. I didn't ask you that. I said, do you pay your tithe? Well, you know, don't, you have not submitted your provision to God. You're, you're providing for your own self. See how much longer that goes well for you with $5 a gallon gas. You, 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 you're trying to take care of your own self. Submit your giving, your, the money that you believe is yours, but it's not yours in the first place. Submit your finances. Submit your start tithing and being a generous giver. That's a big area of submission. And the percentages of the church-going folks in America that tithe is horrible. It is horrible. Not in this house, but the average in America is horrible because this is a tithing church. We know what that means. We know it's a perpetual instruction until we see Jesus face to face. 
Submit in every way. And then resist the devil and he will flee. He's got, in other words, he's got no place. If you've given him a place, don't expect him to flee. He's moved in there. He's all comfy there. You've made room for him. You've accommodated him. You've tolerated him. You're getting along uh, some days better than others. Submit to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. That means, folks, the devil's defeated. If our submission to God, all we have to do is resist the devil, and he flees. He runs the other way. (laughs) Wow. Because when he looks at a life submitted to God, he doesn't even see you. He sees Jesus. Ooh, he's like, wait a minute. Let me step back. I used this illustration many, many, many years ago when preaching on authority. And I used to love to watch the Andy Griffith show. What a classic. Barney Fife. What a deputy. And old Barney, you know, he just never understood that the sheriff's authority was on him. He just fighting all the time to get respect and just trying to make people respect him and obey him and, and, and you know, and, 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 force the, and people just walking all over Barney and just laughing at him, taking advantage of him. And it's like, Barney, you, just, you, didn't, you never came to understand. Andy tried to help him understand. And then one day, they were after some moonshiners. And oh, Barney was, woo, he was after him, you know. Well, he didn't know that Sheriff had the, Andy, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Andy had the jump on him. He was already on the scene just standing in the bushes. So Barney's, woo, up there. And Barney steps out, you know, he, oh, he puffed out his chest big time. All right, I'm hood, you know. He's just, uh, he was just bold in himself. He st- the moonshiners get out and they walk up to him and they're just mocking Barney. I mean, he's just like, all right, you, well, open up the back of this truck. We're not going to open up. No- Barney, well, you're not. Who are you? And then you see in the frame of the screen, in the, in the way the show was made, Andy steps out of the tree line behind Barney, way back behind him. And the moonshiners saw Andy, and all of a sudden they began to just wilt. And it was the best confidence boost that Barney had ever had. I mean, Barney was like, Barney's like, yeah, you better listen. You better turn around. You better let me put these handcuffs on you. And Andy never said a word. They caught a glimpse of Andy, the authority of Andy. They knew his authority and feared him. My friend, that is supposed to be us. It ain't about what you've got naturally. It ain't about how young you are, how beautiful you are, how talented you are. If the authority of Jesus is flowing through you and you are a life submitted to God, when you step in front of the devil, he sees Jesus and he's going to flee. Hallelujah. He's going to flee. It's the authority that was stripped from Satan. Bible says that Jesus, when he was in the grave for three days, he went into the underbelly of the earth and he took from Satan the keys of death, hell, and the grave. That's why Paul would say in Corinthians, what, what grave? Grave has no sting for Death has no pain for us. I mean, we, 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 glory be to God with the power of God. We come to know him. Death is not a problem. It's a passing over. It's a promotion into eternity because Jesus stripped the authority from Satan once and for all. 
And my friend, this is the hour. Yes, the battle is raging. Understand that you and I have been commissioned and called by our commander-in-chief to enforce, not to defeat Satan, to enforce his defeat. Enforce it in your home, enforce it in your marriage, enforce it in your mind, in your children, over your health, in your workplace. The laws are on the book and we've been deputized by Jesus Christ to enforce the devil's defeat. He is defeated. He is defeated. See, I grew up, I grew up hearing about a piece of legislation famous piece of legislation. I don't know if it's still called this today because my father was in the Air Force. He was in the Korean War conflict. And so we heard a lot about the GI Bill. Now what they still call that, I don't know. The GI Bill. Man, packed full of a lot of good stuff for our, our active and retired military. All kinds of benefits in that GI Bill. Folks, we are active duty, and some retired, active duty or retired soldiers in the army of the Lord, and we have something so much better than the GI Bill. Our commander-in-chief takes care of his own. He supplies the front lines. He provides for our families. He takes care of our every need while we are serving. And you know what? The retirement plan is literally out of this world. Paul tells us we're good soldiers. Yeah, there'll be times of suffering. He said, but I've suffered too. We suffer together. We're not alone. We are not going to get entangled again in civilian affairs, in affairs of the flesh, in lies, accusations, attacks, and, of the, of, and, and, and in ambushments, if you will, of the devil. We stay in submission to God. We are not going to see the mission hindered any longer. We're going to stay on the front line and our commander-in-chief is going to provide everything we need there for the victory. Hallelujah. We're not going to get entangled with arguments, with assumptions, with accusations of any kind. Rather, we demolish those things. Hallelujah. We demolish them. Jesus said this and I close. In in Luke chapter 10, he said in the 70, he paired them up two by two and sent out 70 of his disciples. He said they returned again with joy saying, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. Wow. That's true today. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That's a reference to when Lucifer was cast down. Behold, Jesus says, I give unto you power. Oh, this is a King James moment right here. We always need at least one. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not, and look what he says here, that the spirits are subject unto you. Now he just said, they just said, wow, devils are subject unto us. Well, now he's using the word spirits. I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit. The evil spirits, lying spirits, spirits of infirmity, 
and death and, ag- and spirits of addiction, spirits of sickness are subject unto you, he says. He said, don't he really even shout about that. Shout about this. Your names are written in heaven. See, that's where the authority is. Your name is written in heaven. And let, let me tell you something, my friend. Satan knows, the devil himself knows whether your name is written in heaven or not. He knows by how you're acting, what you're saying. What, what, when he comes before you, or, or, does he see someone submitted to God? Does he see a, the authority of God on your life? Like little Barney that's standing behind you over your shoulder so that the victory is yours and the devil has to flee? He knows. He knows. And I'm saying, stand your ground in the authority of Christ. Declare that authority. But now, again, not if there's an area that you've not submitted to God. If there's any area of your life that is not submitted to him, the devil's going to work you over. Victory won't come. The strongholds won't move. But any area that is not submitted to God is what my understanding is what the Bible refers to as giving place to the devil. And it says, don't ever give any place to the devil. Never give him a place in your life. Let's stand together. Let the Holy Spirit burn this word in your heart. And really, if you, have, if you have an area that is not submitted to him, do it right now. Submit that between you and God. Make this a personal altar call moment for you. He hears you. I, I don't have to know any of that. Nobody else has to know. Respond to the Holy Spirit today. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, give us revelation, a healing visitation, nothing else will do. Holy Spirit, fill us with your fire, give us your desires, hold us close to you. Holy Spirit, give me revelation. I need a visitation. Nothing else will do. I want more and more and more and more. Lord, I submit every area. Show me, Holy Spirit, as David prayed. See if there be any wicked way in me, Lord. See if there be an area I have not submitted to you because I need breakthrough. I need to pull down some strongholds. I need to know the authority of Jesus Christ is upon my life and upon my prayers and upon my declarations and upon my intercessions. Oh God, we need to to know that when we submit to you, we resist the devil. He will flee from us. Fill us with your fire. Holy Spirit, we need a visitation, a revelation, an intervention that only you can bring. Because we can't not just get along with and make room for and tolerate strongholds anymore. No more. 
We need you, Lord. We have had enough of getting everything we want. That's what the verse to this song says. We are weary of living this life just for us. Lord, forgive us now, seeking your hand and not your face. Come and empty us, Father, we're desperate in this place. Holy Spirit, fill us with your fire. Give us your desires. Hold us close to you. Holy Spirit, give us a revelation, a healing visitation. Nothing else will do. We want more and more and more and more of you. Hallelujah. Lord, we declare today breakthrough, the demolishing of strongholds. Holy Spirit, show us where we aren't submitted. The devil's going to keep asking each one of us, did God really say? This is not a time to change our story. What I believe matters. It matters that I live my life according to the standard of your word. It matters that I know that I'm truly on the straight and narrow way that leads to life eternal. I will be one of the few that find it because that's what you said. There are few who find that way. Lord, I'm in the few. Hallelujah. I'm in the few on the straight and narrow path. And I'm going to bring as many as I can before it's too late. Lord, we're going to war a good warfare. We're going to submit to you. We're going to resist the devil. He's going to start fleeing where he had a place where he seemed to be a little too comfortable where we got along with him a little too much. He's going to begin to flee. We're going to evict him. We're going to evict him from every place he's occupied in our homes, in our marriages, in our children's lives, in our, in our churches, in our relationships, in our money decisions, in our giving. We're going to evict the devil. He's a squatter. And we're throwing him out today in Jesus' name. He's fleeing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. God bless you today. Let's be dismissed in victory in Jesus' name.